You're listening to the Theology of Music podcast, the only podcast where we unpack the good and sometimes bad theology in the songs that we sing. My name is Joel. Welcome again to the Theology of Music podcast. My name is Joel. I hope that you're having a good day. I'm happy that you're here listening. Thank you to everyone who is a listener and those who submit songs. So this week, I actually wanted to take a look at a song that I think is on the better side of the spectrum in relation to the song that we talked about last week. So last week, uh, I, was, I was kind of unpacking this idea of can songs be too specific? And meaning like worship songs, can worship songs be too specific? And what is that like when they are? Is it, is there ever a line? Is there a threshold? And, um, and, and I think some, there was a really good response. Uh, a couple of people kind of said, well, you know, but how do you do, how do you really do that? Well, but also, you know, address things in your church, right? Cause they, they brought up the whole, well, your, your pastor can't always just reference everything because then you're just you're spending your whole time talking about all the different sins and wrestles and not talking about you know scripture or whatever like the gospel like you're just you're spending so much time on this and so so but aren't you allowed or shouldn't you be able to or shouldn't you spend time at least addressing some things right is it wrong to do that and and that's, those are all great questions those are all great thoughts and I I don't think it's wrong to to try to to reference things that you know people in your church are, are working through or you know that people are working through. But I, I, my, my whole purpose last week, and, and I always appreciate when people, people push back, so you are always welcome to do so. But the purpose of last week was more to just kind of, as this the whole purpose of this podcast is, is okay, let's think a little, not that you're not thinking, but can we think even more about it? Rather, and not to think ourselves into the, to a ditch, but is this the most helpful way to sing? about this or, or talk about this in song, right? And so is it is this the most helpful thing I could do in this song to reference this? And so today I'm looking at a song called Come to the Lord, which is the newer song by Journey Worship Company and or Co. And they're very pretty small. They're not a huge deal, uh, but they write some really good songs. And one of the songs that I really love is this song, Come to the Lord. And the whole song is about Jesus, uh, which you know I appreciate. Uh, and, and, and it was... It's very Christocentric. It's Christ exalting. It's gospel centered. You know, it talks about before I was born, the son was chosen to be the one to set me free. This is the verse. While I was lost and surely hell bound, the perfect son would die for me. I love that. Great, great, great lyrics. Uh, and then they kind of do this like the verses. It's kind of like a hymn where you do a verse and then you kind of have like a chorus verse. Um, and so it's kind of that. And so the next part is, Oh, praise the Father, how he welcomes all his children. He will save. Praise our Lord who condescended, took on flesh and made away. Which is kind of like a chorus, but it changes in, in every stanza that they do that where they go up in, in the melody. And so in the next verse is, There on the cross the Christ was broken and in the tomb his body laid, but on the third he claimed the victory over sin and death, and now he reigns. And then their little chorus part, Oh, hallelujah, what a savior. Jesus died so I could live, and now by faith I do receive him, for he is mine and I'm his. Seriously, all these these lyrics are great. <laughs> and the song melodically is really good. It's a really good song. Uh, a day will come when all will see him, the lamb who died and took our sin, the God who saved us and sustained us will complete what he began. 
and then the little chorus part, O Holy Spirit, give us power to fulfill what Christ demands until heaven finally calls us. Give us grace and strength to stand. I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I think these are really good lyrics. And and, and I, it's just great how they go through, you know, pre our birth, there was Christ, the, the plan of redemption was there and that Christ welcomes, that we're welcome to the Father through Christ. He's, we now have access to the Father through Christ, through his death on the cross. And and the, one of the biggest things was he his body laid in the grave, but it wasn't there anymore, right? This is the main part of our, our faith is that Christ's body was raised from the grave, then he rose from the grave and you can't find a body. And so he claimed victory over sin and death. And we talked about this last week. And and then the next part, I love the that there's, it's about, hey, Holy Spirit, we need your help. Give us power to fulfill what Christ demands. I love that. And so then they shift into this kind of like bridge part of the song where they, they in light of everything they just said, it's now, okay, if this is this, come to the Lord. If this and this, come to the Lord. And I mean, it's, it is extensive. So last week, right, we talked about the song that said, you know, wrestling with over over anxiety uh you know jesus is over everything and it was specific there well now and this one offers a reference that christ has victory over the grave but now this one says things like if you're i'm gonna read it already if you're suffering and needy come to the lord okay after every if there's a come to the lord okay let's just assume that so i'm just gonna read the if statements so if you're suffering and needy come to the lord if your hope needs restoring if you're guilty from sinning if you're haughty and prideful I, thank you for getting the word haughty in there. I just wish she, said, she would have sang it because the female sang it. If you're haughty and prideful, come to the Lord. Sorry. If you're lonely and searching, come to the Lord. I keep saying come to the Lord. If your marriage is struggling, that's really specific. Come to the Lord. If you feel like you're too far, if your past keeps you captive, if you're scared of tomorrow, come to the Lord today. So, okay. Very specific and extensive and i think that's why it works is even though it's specific it's extensive and and it fits in the songs because it's not like a bridge that you just kind of repeated if it wasn't just if you're suffering and needy if your hope needs restoring if you're guilty from sinning and they just kept repeating that well then you're only talking about that one part you're only talking about being having suffering and being needy but it it doesn't just stop at suffering and needy which there are people in your congregation who are suffering right as bob coughlin talks about and are needy if your hope needs restoring, there is someone in your church that needs their hope needs restoring. If you're guilty from sinning, everyone is guilty from sinning. <laughs> I, I'm guilty from sinning, which is actually really great about this song. I love that it says, if you're guilty from sinning, that's every single person. And if we're living our lives right in a, in a right way, pursuing as Psalm 103, 139 says, you know, asking God to, to, look into our hearts and our minds and to find any wicked way within us if we're pursuing our god like that then we we will know we're guilty from sinning but we know we need to come to the lord which is so cool and then if you're haughty and prideful i mean come, i love that how many songs I, I don't even remember the last time i've ever heard that in a song if i have ever ever have heard that at all not just the word haughty but pri- haughty and prideful i mean the Lord has been doing a work in my heart in this past year, but especially like this last week has been nuts. He's been showing me some Im- Im- incredible things um, in my own life, things that I wasn't really aware of. And it's been showing my pride and my haughtiness, my haughtiness. Uh, and I need to come to the Lord. I don't need to come to myself. I don't need to just find find my solution in others. I need to come to the Lord. 
if you're lonely and searching i mean that's a lot of people and then this one i just i love oh i love i love the line if your marriage is struggling come to the lord i mean that that is so prevalent in our church i remember how i'm i'm a few churches ago, I mean, there were so many times that I or other pastors of the church were doing marriage counseling, and it was always crisis. There was always crisis, and it was. What's interesting about this part is it's not your marriage is you. If your marriage in crisis, it's if your marriage is struggling, and that's the point where you go to counseling. When you're struggling and you need help, you go to counseling. You also come to the Lord though, through that and through the Word. And so I just love that. And if you feel like you're too far, that's that's just okay. So I'm. It's a little. It's a little too ambiguous for me. If you're too far, like I think he was trying to say, if you're too far gone, you know, it's a little ambiguous. Though, like you're too far from the Lord, I guess. Uh, I would have. I would have wanted a little bit more clarity with that line. But if you feel like you're too far, come to the Lord. If your past keeps you captive, come to the Lord. Wow, that's a good. That's a those those lines right there. If you're scared of tomorrow. Man, so this, I love this song because of that. One, melodically, it's really good. It's a really good, well-done song. Two, the lyrics are are specific, but they're I, I think they're extensive enough. And that's the difference. That's the difference. It's not just it's not just okay, if it's if it's specific, it's wrong. And like I said before, it's not I wasn't trying to say that when I was talking about the last song. It was it was more if if it's specific and and then that's it and it only focuses on kind of like one thing is is that going to alienate and and i think it i think it really does i think if it's just that then it then it will alienate people because you're if you're only singing this one thing about anxiety over and over and over and over again then that's going to you're you're going to alienate people that don't wrestle with that but i i really believe in that in this ending of the song every single person can in some way identify with that right and so with if you're identifying and that's the cool thing about corporate worship right it's you're not all you're not always going to to feel like the poking and prodding part of it might be because you're you're selfish and your heart is your heart is heart heart is oh my your heart is hard it is hardened in that moment and it's hearty but you might have a hard heart or you might, you might be just completely distracted by your sin or other things, and so because of that, you're not really feeling the poke and prod of the Holy Spirit on your on your on your chest, and you're just oh, I feel the, the presence of the Lord, and it's so good, Amen. But the cool thing is, there there is always someone who is feeling that in corporate worship, and the cool thing about corporate worship is it's not just about you and your experience in quotes; it's about your experience together as a corporate body worshiping a holy God. Not that I'm saying experientialism is the thing. I'm talking about just your corporate worship experience together as the bride of Christ. And so it's this song I think would benefit a church because you you just start going through. If you're suffering and needy, come to the Lord. Oh, someone might be wrestling with that. If your home needs restoring, come to the Lord. Oh, someone raised their hands there. It's almost like I see that hand. It's almost if you're if you're suffering in in, in needy, hey, raise your hand, and you're actually raising your hands in worship. But I mean, I you could probably have this song. And sing it in your church and see different people start to engage at different moments, and and that's why I think this song is 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 successful and it works because it's specific, but it's extensive, um, and 
but because of that, it might not be super popular. Now, I, I, I think this, this song reminds me a lot of Yet Not I But Through Christ In Me, which is a fantastic song and is a, was a song that blew up. And, I, and not every church was doing it because there will always be churches that want to do poppy, cool, top 40, and it's never going to change, right? They only want to do the, the, big, the big names of the worship music industry. That's fine. That's totally fine. But there's this, there's this middle ground of churches who are bigger or have a little bit more influence and they're not quite mega church, but they're not tiny church and they want to do more songs but they don't only just want to do hymns and stuff and they don't only want to do top 40 so they have this nice blend and those churches are making this song yet yeah, not i but through christ and me incredibly powerful and 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 making it have more weight and more pull and push in in the in the corporate worship scene and my hope is that the same happens to this song because it's a really good song i mean it it blessed me when i first heard it Musically, it's so interesting. It's I think my friend said it's in two four. I don't know. I have to listen to it again, um, musically to think through it. It sounds like it could be in two four, or it just sounds like it's in four four, but played like it's in two four. Uh, anyway, it's it's just neither here nor there. It's musically compelling. It's lyrically not only clear, um, but uh, it, it invigorates your your soul and your spirit as you kind of think about those words, right? Um, I love I love some of those lines just about, man, a, a day will come when all will see him, the lamb who died and took our sin. I, the God who saved us and sustained us will complete what he began. I mean, that is author, you know, that is author and finisher of our faith. That's scripture right there pulled from, from scripture to basically that's the theme of that verse. He's the author and finisher of our faith. And I love that. So I hope that this, I hope you take a listen to the song. And I hope that if you are able to pick songs, um, which, you know, I would say selfishly is is the hardest part about the season of life that we're in and where we're at. And just, you know, since I'm not in ministry, leading ministries, picking songs, there are so many songs that I just love that I'm, I, I'm like, man, if I was, if I still did that, I could say okay we're gonna do this, do the song but and but i would always push back against people and worship leaders who, who would say i really like this song i want to do this at church and i would say okay give it a week or two or three and if you really love it and you still think it would benefit your church then you know introduce it to your church so it's probably better that i'm not in that position to be able to to scratch that itch but i i love that i get to do this at least here with you all and if if only a few people listen to this podcast and only a few more people here come to the lord hey that's great because it's a great song. Uh, and if if one worship leader hears it and says, I'm going to do it at my church, fantastic. But here's the thing. If you love this song and you're a worship pastor or a pastor and you and you really think it it's it's a, a beautiful song that is captivating and blesses your soul and, and challenges you and, and can speak to your church specifically in the ways that it does in the, in the bridge or the ending, do it. You know, I've, I've met people who I interact with when we talk about songs and, and caring more about songs and what you sing and, and trying to think deeper about these things in corporate worship and then they still do top 40 and we have conversations and i say oh you said you really love that song did you ever do that song um no or i'll see that you know their live stream or whatever their instagram or facebook said about what they're doing this this coming sunday and i don't see any of the songs that they talk about how they really like and I just see top 40 and so i'll I, to that, I would just say, do the hard thing. It's, it is hard to introduce new songs that your church has no idea what they are. 
but there's there is a lot of merit in a lot of these songs and yes it there is also merit in the top 40 and familiarity and you know it's not super challenging in quotes for your church to get the songs because they're really easy to get but there are also better songs so you know challenge yourself and challenge your church don't let your your church or you know the 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 cultural push of your church be the thing that dictates what you pick as songs and also don't let your laziness be that i'm not saying that everyone's lazy but yeah it takes a little bit more work so anyway i hope you like this song i i have been thinking about these these lyrics i really love i love um just in the season of life that we're in right now i love the line if your past keeps you captive or if you're haughty and prideful and your hope needs restoring those those to me right now hit really hard um, because it's hard at times when you go through difficult seasons. And even if now you're not necessarily in a difficult season, but it's so different, it's it's hard to hope in the Lord, right? Because there's just so much going on and you. it's easy when things are tough to rely on yourself and in your ability and your gifting and the the ease of the life that you have in the moment, right? So even, especially when it's really good. And your hope isn't rooted in God and Christ. And because of that, it doesn't last, right? And, and so it's it's not, the the goal is to hope in the Lord, not in yourself. And, and your hope only gets restored by coming to the Lord. And I love that that's the line that they pair with it. It's not, if you're this, well, then do this now. If you're this, then do something else. It's if you are suffering and needy, come to the Lord. If your hope needs restoring, come to the Lord. If you're guilty from sinning, come to the Lord. There's this there's this Latin phrase. Um, I think it's Nemo Malus Felix, um, which I think is no bad man is happy. I think so. Uh, and I think about that phrase a lot, right? I think about people who are unhappy. It's they're not good people. <laughs> now, yes, there's life can throw a lot at you, but most often than not, there's some sin in the in the life of the person that's unhappy. And so I see that if you're guilty from sinning, come to the Lord. A lot of people who are guilty from sinning don't come to Jesus and don't come to the Lord daily. And because of that, they're unhappy. They're miserable. They're miserable to be around. They're miserable to be in relationship with. And so if that's you, you repent and come to the Lord because no bad man is happy, right? And I, I, I love that if you feel like you're, if you're scared of tomorrow, right? Come to the Lord. There is. I, there was a crazy time for us in, as a, it's just as a, as a world, as a population, you know, with during COVID and everything. And now we're in just this tumultuous tension filled time. And I've seen a lot of people, uh, say, man, I just don't, I don't, I don't know how to help my kids through this crazy culture that we're in right now. Come to the Lord because he is not only the Lord of tomorrow, and today, but he's also the Lord of their life and your life. So come to him. So anyway, I hope this, this gives you hope. I love this song. I hope you listen to it and I hope it blesses you. And I hope you have a great day and I hope you have a great Lord's Day uh, this coming Sunday. Uh, it's been great. I will tell you, it's been so awesome to be back in corporate worship after missing so many Sundays in recording, which we're almost done. Uh, just a couple more studio days where I'm not there, but where we're doing our last minute edits. And then once all those edits are done, we will drop it probably September, early September, maybe late August. Who knows? Uh, but it's, it is so good to be back in corporate worship and just to sing with people 
and to hear the preached word and to be around community. Um, there's just something so beautiful about the bride of Christ. And so and getting to be with them on Sunday. So anyway, I hope you do that this Sunday. Even if your schedule is crazy, I hope you try to make time for that. But anyway, have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful Lord's Day. And if as, as always, if you have any questions, feedback, song suggestions, theologyandmusic at gmail.com. But with that, you guys have a great day. See you later. <laughs>